0: The Journal of Talis Hendrick, Episode 6, Entry 32. Pace? Yes, Poxy? Do you feel it? Yes, Poxy, I feel it. Feel what? Hush, you fat pimple fatty! I'm not fat. Hush! Does it mean what it means? It does, Poxy. It does. And where is he then, Percy? He's at home, Poxy. Where well, we're going. Who's home? Hush, you, fatty pimple fats! Oh no! Ma'am. Hush. Well, you right in there. Someone's coming. Put it on, put it on, ma'am. God, it stinks. Ma'am, open the door. All right, unlock it. <gasps> Good God, three seventeen sixteen twenty. It seems as though I hadn't been alone in noticing the odor from across the train car. Earlier today, the conductor and a team of crewmen forced themselves into the locked cabin. The woman was not only dead, but severely decayed, as if she had been so for weeks. Even more strangely, her corpse was rigged with a framework of supports and pulleys. One might imagine she could be moved, like a grotesque marionette of sorts. (laughs) I was able to steal a look into the room, and other than a set of dolls, saw no article of possession. The dolls confirmed my suspicion that children were present last night, but where they've gone remains a mystery. I suppose it will stay as such. The sprawling landscape of Istiak can be seen in the distance. We should reach the city within an hour or so. Hmm. I hadn't anticipated arriving in the evening. It puts me in the uncomfortable predicament of requiring lodging for at least tonight. I had hoped to go straight to the keep and be Done. Yet fear it would be folly to set out unequipped in After Dark. Are they gone? Yes, Poxy, they're gone. Oh, but they took the messes! Hus I loved her! How could you love a fatty? Was just a body, wasn't even alive! But she smelled (laughs) nice! What were we doing now? Oh, Poxy, now don't cry. Look, see? In the distance. We're not so far. It's home. how will we get there now how will we get there we walk stupid can't do us no good staying on the dum-dum train no more stupid fatty confident that the train's other passengers were fast asleep the dolls moved undisguised for the first time in weeks On opening their cabin door, they were met by light pouring from the room across the hall. The man was looking down, writing in a book. He hadn't noticed them. Good. The rest of the cart was dark and silent. Reaching its exit was no challenge. Pimple jumped first, then Pess, but Poxy, having never quite understood what she had become, shrieked in terror as she leapt. Her cry woke a herd of tunin perching nearby, and in an instant the fiends took to the sky. Before the sisters had hit the ground, each found herself gripped by a dull black clawed foot. Pess giggled, and her captor seized. Vomit belched from its mouth as it dropped. Poxy began to sing to herself, a melody that had a peculiar effect, not unsimilar to leprosy, on the foot that held her. And when Pimple, who was by no means fat, pushed out the slightest fart, nothing happened. The tunin, having watched the fate of its comrades, bent its horse-like head to Pimple and laughed, cascading the doll with hot horse-like breath. Suddenly, the horse face erupted in acne. At an alarming rate, boils and cysts swole to the point of exploding. First hundreds, then thousands of the blemishes marred the beast's skin, then the flesh, and then the bones. By the time Pimple rejoined with her sisters, the tunin was nothing but a pool of quivering pus. The sisters turned toward the distant city and began to walk. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Journal of Tellus Handreg, written, narrated, and orchestrated by Owen Ambrose. Based on the board game Relics of the Keep by Damian Providenti and Owen Ambrose. For more information on Relics of the Keep, visit www.relicsofthekeep.com.